the blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, John Spees. And I'm your co-host, Adam Spees. Ladies and gentlemen, today is our BFOP Network Tournament Championship! Woo! Pew, 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 pew! <laughs> In one corner, we have the Canadian Colossus himself, the co-host of the Talking Back podcast, Mr. Dean Manis. Say hi, Dean. Hello, John. In the other corner, we have the notorious Sleazy C, co-host of Podcasting <laughs> After Dark, conquering Corey Stevenson. What up? All right, gentlemen, as if uh, people on this podcast uh, don't uh, know you enough, let's get to know just a little bit more about you. Corey, remind the people who you are, what you do. <laughs> I don't even know who I am, but I do know what I do, and that's podcasting all the time. And uh, that's on Podcasting After Dark with our pal Zach, and also Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast with your brother Adam. Woohoo! Cartwright! Cartwright! <laughs> all right, Dean, same questions just to you. Uh, yeah, that Corey had it right. That's a loaded question. I don't know who I am. Um, but, uh, <laughs> who yeah, are we Dean, really? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who are we? Um, uh, my name is Dean. I host the podcast Talking Back with my brother, Tim. Uh, we talk about movies, comics, video games, and more. Uh, love podcasting, love trivia, super pumped to be here in the final. All right. Can, can I just throw out there, um, as the resident stoner, I didn't realize I'd made it to the final thing. <laughs> wow, Corey. Well, let's just discuss a little bit about how y'all got here. Uh, at the, uh, at Corey, your very first round, we did you guys against your own podcast people. Corey, you took down Zach and, uh, not really a nail biter. I think, yeah, I think if I remember correctly, you had him pretty good. Uh, then Tim and Dean in that first rounds that you guys fought each other. And I remember it being particularly slow goings for a bit, but, the, but you ended up, I think taking, uh, taking that second half and going with the win on that one. And then, uh, Corey, you took down Emily on the next round in the semifinals while Dean faced yours truly in the semifinals. <laughs> and we had a hell of a match, if I have to say so myself. Uh, and he took me out with his final question wagering strategy. And now we have uh, these two badass trivia guys going against each other from the Beef Up Network. This is really cool. Titans of industry, baby. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. It's exciting. And as I mentioned on the very first episode of the tournament, the winner will win a prize. Oh. Which I will show you at the end of the match. Awesome. Pressure's on now. Oh, man. I'm not, that sounds is it, sketch. Is it, is it a place to stay in Vegas when we yeah. come to visit? Yeah. Uh, as long as there's no coronavirus. Yeah. That's true. That is true. All right, folks, let's learn how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head -head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one, 
consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If someone answers their question wrong, their opponent has a chance to steal. And the categories are... Movies. Music. Television. Video games. Sports. News and politics. Fashion. Technology. Slang. And food. Round two consists of the same ten categories, but this time, your opponent gets to pick your category. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you have before answering a three-tiered question, which must have all parts correct in order to score the points. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, gentlemen, um, let's do this. I would like you to tell me your favorite DC Comics character. Mm. <laughs> It's gonna be the same one, Batman. No, it's kidding. But mine's Batman, though. Okay. <laughs> oh, he totally deboed it. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, it's gonna be the that's same my one. That's my punk. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be the same one because I am actually a Marvel Comics fan. But Batman might be my favorite comic book character, so I gotta go, Batman. Well, let's, how, about let's re- how about this? Hold on. Let's do okay. this. Let's do this. Anyone but the big three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So no Superman, no Batman, no Wonder Woman. I'll tell you my my favorite DC Comics uh, uh, costume, like like designed character. That's not the question I asked. Okay, well, he's still my favorite. (laughs) He's still my favorite, and that's Red Tornado, baby. Okay, Red Tornado, cool. All right, Dean? Uh, Mine is Tim Drake, um, who was Robin at one point. He brought... he brought Batman back after Jason Todd died, so I love Tim Drake. Great character. So... Uh, I both Adam and I are are more Marvel guys. I was I was more Marvel than DC. Adam uh, had much more experience with like some Batman stories. He mm-hmm. got me onto some fantastic Batman stories. And honestly, lately, I've really tried to dive into both groups and not just that. You know, some of the independent guys as well. But one of my favorite books was The Death in the Family, mm-hmm. and I read both ones: the one where Jason Todd died and the introduction to Tim Drake. So I'm sorry, Corey. I'm gonna give. <laughs> Dean, the first choice in this. Yes. I, so, and honestly, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> nobody cares about re- that android red tornado. <laughs> nobody. Nobody. Nobody cares about him. All right. Let's start out with round one. Round one. Dean, why don't you pick a category? Okay. So, John, this is tough for me because in every one of these, I've come out of the gate and went with movies. And every one of these, I've got that question wrong. So... <laughs> I'm going to stick with my guns. I'm going to go with movies. <laughs> <laughs> and your decade is the 90s. Seven tells the story of two detectives on the hunt for a serial killer whose murders mimic the seven deadly sins. Brad Pitt plays Detective Mills, the rookie. Who plays his older, more seasoned partner? Uh, yes, uh, Seven. Great movie. Um, actually, yeah, just a wonderful movie. Great ba- Brad Pitt in it and great uh, performance by Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman is correct. What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? All right, Corey. Why don't you uh, go ahead and pick a category? Let's go right down the line to TV, baby. TV. And your decade is the 70s. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right. This one's a fairly simple, straightforward question. The Jeffersons were a spinoff of what show? Oh, um. Uh. That, 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 that. All in the family. 
All in the family is correct. Nice. All right. Nice job, Starting Corey. strong. Thank you, thank you. Dean, yeah. does it worry you that you won the last two games, but you got your movie questions wrong, and then now you got your movie question <laughs> right? Just curious. Interesting. I know. It maybe throws me off a bit there. And I actually knew that TV question, so now mm. I'm really thrown. I don't know what to do here. Um, well, I'm what you can do is pick a category. Okay, I will do that. I'm, I'm going to go straight for uh, one I am a little bit uncomfortable with but sometimes i just happen to know it i'm going with video games all right video games your decade is the 90s name this fighting game that was released in 1999 on the sega dreamcast and included characters like cervantes siegfried and valdo okay i had a dreamcast although i was much younger than my older brother tim who i believe it was his dreamcast so i don't think i was allowed to touch it um <laughs> but i'm gonna say i watched him play soul caliber soul caliber is correct yes Ooh. yes man that game looked amazing on the dreamcast when it came out i was never big on fighting games other than uh mortal Kombat when it first mm -hmm. came out yeah but yeah, i been... did like the character designs from soul caliber i thought they did look cool I, I am 100% with you, John. The only fighting game I really play is Mortal Kombat or anything that NetherRealms put out, so I'll play Injustice. But I played Soul Calibur specifically because I like the character designs. No, no. Yeah. Didn't a character have a sword that, like, broke into pieces? Broke into, like, shards? Uh, he, the, yes, that and that same character also wore, like, next to nothing, like a bikini. That was Ivy, <laughs> and, and she was my favorite character. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Surprise, surprise. Surprise. Sleazy C, baby. <laughs> Living up to the name. <laughs> Living the dream. All right. Um, since uh, Dean took a, a gamble, I will, too, on one of my weaker categories, and I'll go with music. All right, music. And your decade is the 80s. Ooh. All right. Yellow, a Swiss electronic duo consisting of Dieter Meyer and Boris Blank, is best known for what song? Featured in a 1986 John Hughes movie. God, I ran out of breath as I said that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. And it's sad that it's probably in my uh, my 80s greatest playlist. Um, but boy, oh, boy, pff, am I drawing a blank on that one. So I'm going to throw something in against the wall and just say, jeez, uh, uh, so, okay. Wow. I can't even come up with a dang name for a song right now. <laughs> um <sighs> Uh -huh. Yeah, I got nothing, guys. The, the worst answer ever, but I got nothing. <laughs> All right. Dean, can you steal? I wish I could. Um, let's try to think this through. 1986 John Hughes movie. I mean, John Hughes made so many movies in the 80s. It's hard to pick out what one that would be. I don't think... Uh, I don't think Breakfast Club was in 86. Um... But I'm just going to go with that anyways. And I also don't know the title of that song or who even sang it. But I'm going to go with uh, Don't You Forget About Me. <laughs> that's a great song. Unfortunately, that's the wrong one. <laughs> and I think, uh, wasn't that Simple Minds? Don't you forget yes, about me, I think? Yes, it was yeah. Simple Minds. Yeah. John, can uh, Adam, I... Adam, can you give us a little taste? Oh, yeah. Oh. Ch -ch -ch yeah. Bow, bow. Ch Simply called Oh Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Dean. Okay. Tough board here. Let's see. Um, 
I'm gonna take a swing at sports. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> Lame. Uh, and your decade is the 80s. <laughs> what country won the 1986 FIFA World Cup held in Mexico? Don't keep your distance. Don't keep your distance. Don't keep your distance. What a huge clue. Um, I have no idea what the answer is to this question. Uh, 1986 FIFA World Cup. World Cup, you said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, don't keep your distance. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Why wouldn't I keep my distance? Um, oh, boy. If I could only crack the clue. I'm going to say that it is in 1986. I'm going to say it was... Who's got a good soccer team? I'm going to say England in 1986. England is incorrect. Corey, can you steal this one? I'm just going to go with uh, my my heritage and say Germany. Germany is also incorrect. (laughs) I was going to say, I didn't even know if Germany has a soccer team, but okay. Oh, my God. Yes, they have, and they've won before, Corey. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that much. So I was torn between two lines to give for the clue of this. And I tried the first one out on my wife, and, and she answered it right away, so I was afraid it was too easy. So okay. I went with the second one. Obviously, it made it a little too hard. But the initial clue was, don't cry for them. Ah, uh, is it Argentina? It would have been Argentina, yeah. Okay. Well, where does the uh, the don't get too close or don't too, get too far? Well, I don't get that. Don't keep the, so in the chorus, the don't cry for me is the first line of the chorus. Uh-huh. Don't don't keep your distance is the end of the chorus. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. Uh, Those okay. are literally the only two lines of the song I remember. Okay. <laughs> so I thought other people wouldn't remember them, but apparently not. That's all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm I'm gonna have a little bit of fun now with it. Why don't we go with slang? Why would we start now? I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And your decade is the 90s. When it's not enough to just break up with somebody, you need to let them know in the strongest possible terms why you want them out of your life. So you've got to kick them to the what? Kick them to the curb, baby. Kick them to the curb is correct. Shoot, shoot. All right, Dean. Okay, oh man, I'm thrown now because I was going to go slang with the last one and I went with that dumb sports category. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with uh, technology. Technology. And your decade is the 90s. Originally made by Cransco in 1984, this writable toy line was purchased by Mattel in 1994, and with it came a slew of new vehicle licenses, which helped the line take off. Could you read that again, John? Sure. Originally made by Cransco in 1984, this writable toy line was purchased by Mattel in 1994, and with it came a slew of new vehicle licenses, which helped the line take off. Rideable toy line. Rideable toy line. I really don't have anything here. Um, <laughs> rideable toy line. Okay, so I'm going to go with uh, the only thing that pops in my head that I rode on as a kid um, was... was I live in Canada, so we had a lot of snow, and it was down a hill I rode it. I Down a snow hill, I rode a GT Cruiser, so that's what I'm going to say. A GT Cruiser is incorrect. I didn't know that was a toy line. Corey? <laughs> is it um uh, the big wheels? The, the, where the kids ride on the big wheels? Or is, is that the proper? I don't know if that's the proper name for them. Shoot. Uh, what else are they also called? Um, 
uh, hot, not Hot Wheels. That was the little toy cars. The the freaking big wheels. That's what I called them, I guess. Uh, that's my answer. I don't know if that's the proper name for them. I cannot give it to you. I believe Big Wheels was technically the tricycles with the yes. giant front wheel. Oh, it yeah, was. yeah, and that's yeah, with like, you know, like Knight Rider had one and everything. That's what I'm talking about. But if it's not the right name, I, I can't remember what those names The are correct called. name is Power Wheels. Pow, pow, oh, Power okay. Wheels. Okay, yeah. that's not what I was thinking. But Power Wheels no. are the they're ones that are actually like real cars Mo- and then yes. they, they actually are motorized. Yes. I was I never yeah. had one of those. But you guys know what I'm talking about, right? The the, yeah. the big wheel it's, things. Yeah. It's the big yeah. John had it right. It's the big tricycle. That's the yeah, big Yeah, wheel. it's pretty much yeah, all you're, you're, it's the wrong answer, Corey. Just deal with it. Touche, <laughs> <laughs> touche. John, something I realized, I have not been keeping track of scores like I should have been. <laughs> have you been? Yes, I have. Okay. Is it thirty thirty? Uh, I believe it's only 2020. 2020. I gave you guys extra points. Okay. <laughs> we'll take it. All right. Them. All right. Now I'm good. Now I will be paying attention better. Thank okay. you. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll go with food on this one. All right. Your decade is the 70s. A crucial staple around the table of any 70s dinner party, these hors d'oeuvres were often made of pimento and served with Ritz crackers. Ors divorce. Um, hmm. Uh, pimento and Ritz crackers uh, in the seven. Well, it's funny. I mean, I, I was born in '78, so I definitely didn't go to any like you know uh, parties in the '70s. Um, Ritz crack- crackers, Ors divorce. Um, we'll just go with. Uh, and this is a name for it, I guess. Um, <laughs> Ritzy goodness. Clearly, I have no clue. That's my answer, though. All right, Ritzy goodness is not at all close. All right, Dean, can you steal? Um, I don't know what pimento is, so probably not. Um, <laughs> that was my problem, too, and I didn't want to say it. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, uh, deviled eggs. <laughs> Y'all are not from the South. Uh, deviled eggs are incorrect. Um, so the clues in there, obviously, was pimento, uh, and around the table, they are cheese balls. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Pimento is a cheese. Uh, yep. Got it. And and the fact that I have to say that uh, makes me a little sad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and as, it's like as you're saying it, there's like still crickets in the background. And we're like, okay. <laughs> and we're like, okay, I, yeah, cheese ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah, love pimento. I mean, everybody loves pimento. It's basically like a mix of cheese and mayonnaise and other stuff together. And it's just like, it's good. It's pimento, so good. Yeah, you just put you, you spread it on crackers and stuff. Actually, we got some good burgers down here that have like a fried green tomato, pimento, and ba- pimento cheese and bacon and uh, like pepper jam and stuff. It's good stuff, guys. Ooh. Pimento cheese when, is the bomb. When I come to visit, I want that burger. Whatever yeah. you just described, <laughs> I want that. Done. Uh, all right, Dean. We got two. Uh, we got two categories left. We got fashion and news. Uh, I'm gonna go fashion. Dean's going fashion. Fashionable Dean. He's, he's a fashionable male. Gets to go into the 70s. <laughs> Great. What aftershave made by Fabergé, I think it's Fabergé, was targeted at young men by sports icon Joe Namath? Oh, man. What aftershave? I, I don't know if I know the name of an aftershave. Um, oh, man. I mean, uh, oh, man. All I can think of is like, deodorant brands they must make aftershave as well uh so i'm gonna say old spice old spice is incorrect Corey, can you steal i'm gonna throw out polo i didn't know polo made aftershave oh (laughs) i know they made (laughs) shirts not it (laughs) i guess that's wrong (laughs) uh yes that is incorrect uh the correct answer was 
Brute. Mm. Okay. I feel like aftershave is like a dad thing. Do, does any one of us use aftershave? No. I don't. I well, don't shave. So. I don't, All yeah, of us have beards, yeah. <laughs> All of us have some or some kind of facial hair. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I say, don't have a shave. Yep. Electric shave is the only one. I, I That's what I was going to guess, yeah. John, if you guys knew that one. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. Corey is stuck with news and politics. Yep. He doesn't have to go that far back. It's the 90s. Nice. nice. All right. Marshall Applewhite was the leader of what group that committed mass suicide in 1997 in order for their souls to join a UFO trailing the Hale-Bopp Comet? Oh, thank you, last podcast on the left. Uh, um, uh-oh, it just went out. Oh, there it goes. Heaven's Gate. Because <laughs> right when I said it, it went out of my brain. I was like, no! <laughs> Heaven's Gate. <laughs> Heaven's Gate is correct. Ooh. Oh, man. <laughs> I almost screwed myself on that one. <laughs> All right, kind of a tough first round. Adam, what's our score? Right now, our score, Corey took the lead with that last question, 30 to 20. All right, let's go on to round two. Round two! Yeah, I felt like that was a, a bit of a slobber knocker that round. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> a, we should save that for a term. slang. We should save it for a slang category in the future, John. So. <laughs> there we go. True, true. <laughs> After I find out what it means. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so remember in this round, you're going to be picking for the other person. So since Dean got to pick first, Corey, you are going to get to pick for Dean in this round. All right. Well, since Dean always has bad luck with this one, but he started out good, I'm going to hope that his bad luck uh, uh, ghost comes from the uh, older episode. So let's go with movies again and, and give Dean a proper uh, start to this uh, to wow. this episode. Thank you, sir. I, he's got quite the smile on his face for that. <laughs> I got pressure now, though. Yeah. All right. And your decade for movies is the 80s. Which comedy film was the sixth highest grossing film of 1984 and spawned six sequels and a TV series? Holy smokes. Um, six sequels. How could I not just pull this right now? Um, okay, okay, okay. 84, really. I thought this movie was before that, but I'm going to go with Police Academy. Police Academy is correct. Oh, man. I had that one locked and loaded, too. Like like Tackleberry, I had it locked and loaded. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right, Dean, you get to pick for Corey. Okay. Um, Wow. I'm just going to throw, even though he got this question right, I I can't have this on the board. I'm throwing him news and politics. (laughs) All right. Probably smart because we do a lot of U.S. news and politics on our podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Corey's decade is the 80s. Woohoo! Watch this be the only Canadian question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the Canadian prime minister of the 80s? <laughs> All right. Technically called fluoxetine hydrochloride, this drug still used as a mood lifter as well as support for those with anxiety and, and panic disorders, saw its debut in December of 1987. I'm not a pill popper, but I'm just going to throw out Valium? Valium is incorrect. Mm. Dean, can you steal? Uh, could you read it one more time, John? Sure. Technically called fluoxetine hydrochloride, this drug, still used as a mood lifter, as well as support for those with anxiety and panic disorders, Saw its debut in December of 1987. Yeah, I don't really know a lot about uh, 
a lot about those drugs. I think Valium would be my only guess. Uh, let me think. Um, let's say diaxapan. Diaxapan is incorrect. Okay. Can I can I take another guess? I know it doesn't count. Is it Ritalin? Sure. Nope. Ah, interesting. Okay. The correct answer is Prozac. Oh. Oh, yes. A little yeah. sexual frustration. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a Prozac song? <laughs> No idea. No okay, idea. No idea. Okay, wow. <laughs> wow. You just all heard us laugh like 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 we knew, but uh yeah, well, I could tell. No, 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 Corey, I could tell. That's why I had to say it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, guys, 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 no? Prozac? No one knows Prozac? Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm gonna give Dean swing and a miss with sports. Interesting strategy. And your decade is the 70s. Dean, who was pitching when Astros pitcher Joe Necro smacked his only home run in 1976? I'm sure Mother was proud. Oh, man. Um, okay, one more time. One more time, John. All right. Who was pitching when Astros pitcher Joe Necro smacked his only home run in 1976? I'm sure Mother was proud. I just have nothing here. <clears throat> um... I'm sure mother was proud. I don't know. I I don't know 70s baseball very well. Um, oh, come on. Pull any pitcher's name and get to it here. I'm, I'm just going to say uh, I'm sure mother was proud. That is what I said. I know. I know, John. I'm sorry. I'm stalling here to try to come up with anything in my mind right now. Like any name pop in. And all I have is the name Cy Young. <laughs> but like that's got to be before the 70s. Um, but I'm going to go with it. Cy Young. Cy Young is incorrect. Okay. Corey, can you steal? Was there a pitcher named Norman Bates? Because I'll go with him. Norman Bates is incorrect. Okay. So uh, Joe Necro was a pitcher. Pitchers are not known for... They're hitting prowess usually just because they don't do a lot of it. Yeah. So the only time that pitcher Joe Necro smacked off a homer was off of his brother, Phil Necro, uh, who was a very wow. famous pitcher. I, th uh, I thought that clue was something yeah. to do with uh, with like a, someone's last name with Bates yes. or something. Yeah. Like Bates well, you went, thought I, wrong. Yeah, I, 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 I went the same way with you, Corey. I would have guessed the exact – I would have just guessed Bates, though. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I like Thank that you. At least somebody's on my side here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dean. Yes. Pick Are you picking? Corey. Yes, I'm going to pick. Sorry, I'm just looking at all the categories here. Um, <laughs> yes, he just like, sits yes, there, doesn't I, yes, do anything. Like John, um, I'm going to go with. Let's let's give Corey fashion. Ooh, fashion. All right, yeah. I like me some fashion. And your decade is the '90s. Though it started in the '80s, girls in the '90s couldn't get enough of this device that styled straight long hair so that it became wavy and often in a sawtooth zigzag fashion. Uh, I, don't, I, I assume this is the name. Is it a crimping iron? I or? will give it to you. Hair crimper. Uh, hair crimper. Okay. I will yeah, give yeah. it to you. Thank cool. you. Shoot. Corey knows his uh, 80s ladies hair fashion. Yeah, or yeah, 90s, yeah, excuse I me. Definitely, definitely do. Uh, all right. Uh, Corey, um, you now get to pick for Dean. Can I ask uh, real quick, what um, which category did we already do with video games? We did 90s, right? So there's only 70s and 80s? Yes. That's correct. Okay. Then I'm going to give Dean video games because the 70s one always sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's always so hard. Yeah. So, yeah, video games for Dean. And your decade is the 80s. Yes. Well, that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> this 1983 arcade game 
puts the player in the shoes of a bartender who must serve eager, thirsty patrons while collecting empty mugs and tips. It was featured in the 2012 Disney film Wreck-It Ralph. Yes, um, I believe they were drinking root beers, and I believe the game is called Tapper. You believe correct, sir. Tapper is the answer. Good one, buddy. I would have stole that one from you. (laughs) Well, I'm glad I got it then. I'm glad you got it too. (laughs) All right, Dean, what do you want to give to Corey? I'm going to throw Corey music. 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 And your decade is the 90s. Corey, Mm -hmm. what was the first rap song to reach number one on the pop charts? And and uh, so obviously this is the '90s. Um, well, shoot, is it uh, ha- is it Hammer Time? MC Hammer's Hammer Time. Hammer Time is incorrect. Mm. Dean, can you steal? Hmm. First rap song to reach number one on the chart. Um, wow. Uh, I don't know if this was 90s. This is probably 2000s, but I'm going to say I'm going to say we're going Eminem here and I'm going to go the Real Slim Shady. Mm. The Real Slim Shady is incorrect. Uh you went too far in the other direction. Okay. It was Ice Ice Baby. Good question. I like that. Yeah, that was good. That was a good one. Um, um, I don't know oh, where yeah. we are at. Corey, Corey picks for Dean. Yeah, there we go. And we have TV, slang, uh, technology, and food left. So Corey, that means you get to pick for Dean. No, I thought I didn't. I just pick for him. I picked no, video I pick, games. I, I picked music for you. Oh, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> the famous video game Ice Ice Baby. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. My bad. That was a my bad. Um, let's uh, Dean. Let's go with uh, let's go with food for Dean. Okay. <laughs> the category is the 90s. A lot of 90s. All right. These fat-free, uh, these fat-free potato chips were first introduced in 1998 by Frito-Lay and contained a fat <laughs> substitute called Olestra, which was known to cause abdominal cramping, <laughs> diarrhea, and anal leakage. I knew the phrase <laughs> anal leakage was coming out of your mouth the second you said fat-free potato. <laughs> I have a horror story with, with, <laughs> with those chips. <laughs> oh, God. It involves anal leakage. Anyways. Is that it? That's the end of the question? Oh, no. Give it, give it to me again, and it sounds like Corey knows it. Okay, give it to me okay. one more time. Anal leakage, give it to me again. John, give, <laughs> give it to me again. <laughs> give me diarrhea. These fat-free potato chips were first introduced in 1998 by Frito-Lay and contained a fat substitute called Olestra, which was known to cause abdominal cramping, diarrhea, and anal leakage. Oh, no. I don't know this. Um, shoot. Frito-Lay. Um, is there a chip called uh, Ariba? Are you? Is that your answer? That's my answer, yeah. Okay. Uh, that is incorrect. Okay. All right, Corey, can you steal? Oh, absolutely not. I had no clue that the it was the name of the chip. Um I just remember <laughs> I just remember the pain it causes. <laughs> what is it from Tropic Thunder? I don't know what it's called. I just know the sound it makes when it ends a man's life. Um air pops. I literally have no clue because I didn't eat things, but air pops. Uh air air pops is incorrect. Adam, do you remember the name? I do. Uh I don't remember eating a lot of these. Um 
that didn't stop me from having all the anal leakage. Uh, but I believe these chips were called Wow. They were called Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow, because of what it does to your yeah. stomach. Yeah. Wow. And and the horror the horror story that I have is being trapped in a car with my mother as uh, as she started to fill the car up with emanations and smells, and uh, that's when we all realized that maybe this uh, this new thing that is supposed to be you know uh, not bad for you might actually be bad for you because nothing that comes out of you smelling like that is good for you. <laughs> that is great. I don't think I ever had these. I don't think I ever had wow chips. I mean, I had some anal leakage, but I don't know if it was from the chips. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going to try and break the Guinness record for how many times we can say anal leakage in one podcast. <laughs> We've already surpassed yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, did I give Dean food on that one? I think so. Yeah, I think it's okay, my it's, choice yep, okay. for you. <laughs> did, I, did I give Dean anal leakage on that one? <laughs> uh, so I will choose. Um, I'm going to go with technology for Corey. Technology right. for Corey. And his decade is the 70s. In 1974, Art Fry came up with the idea of using an adhesive to anchor his bookmark to his book. <clears throat> Fry then developed the idea by taking advantage of 3M's officially sanctioned permitted bootlegging policy. This led to the release of what office staple? Staple meaning... Yeah, no, I get it. Not yeah, staple isn't yeah. literally a staple. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Um, and this is 1974. It's an office... St- ah, you know what? Uh, Post-it notes. Post-it notes is correct. Alrighty. Um, I will. All right. So we got TV and slang left. Uh, you know what, Dean? You were so excited for slang before. I'm gonna give you TV. Ah, oh, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I play for keeps, baby. Shoot. And Dean's decade is the '80s. On the show Night Rider, what was the name of Kit's evil double? I mean, absolutely no idea, John. Um. Uh, I do not know, so I'm going to say, oh, I got two guesses here. One is cat for Kit Kat, and the other is tick for the (laughs) backwards Kit. So I'm going to go with, oh, this is tough. I I think I'm going to go with tick. Tick is incorrect. Ah. Corey, can you steal? Of course. It's car, baby. K-A-R-R. Mm. It is Car, Night Automated Roving Robot. Mm-hmm. That's a I nice loved pull, that episode, by the way. I was a huge Knight Rider fan growing up, and I loved Car. I thought he was awesome. All right. What do we got left? Slang. Slang. It's our only one left? Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. All right. And Corey will be talking about the 70s. If a woman was this, she was well-proportioned. This is how the story goes. Um... Ah. Okay, Sorry, if a uh, woman was a this, I should have specified. I forgot to left out a word. Was a if a okay. woman if a woman was a this, she was well proportioned. This is how the story goes. Oh, okay. Um, I know that's the hint. That doesn't help. Actually, it probably throws me off a little bit. Uh, if, if she's a, um, the only term I know is is. Uh, <laughs> Uh, brick s house and uh uh, uh i get uh, i don't i know we can't cuss on here but um is when like a woman is like she's built like a brick you know anyways uh it's like she's solid and hot but anyways uh i have no clue curvy how about that curvy is incorrect dean can you steal wish i could i need these points um it was 70s slang mm-hmm 
Oh, boy. Um, I'm just going to go with uh, something about the story. story. I mean, I don't get that clue at all. So I'm going to go with Bodacious. Bodacious is incorrect. Come on. Corey, Corey, Corey. You were so close. <laughs> She's a brick. House. Brick house. Yeah. Letting it all hang out. Well, in my heart, I know I was close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just uh, had to insert a, a foul language in there. That was the thing. That's like, the, if you just, that's the way it. I knew it. I'm sorry that they edited or they censored themselves. I've never for the heard song. that. I've never yeah. heard that version before, Gory. <laughs> Ever. Oh yeah. no! Final round. All right, that was the end of round two. Adam, what are the standings? Right now, unless my unless my math is wrong, I've got Corey leading fifty to forty. Ooh, uh, I have Corey leading sixty to forty. Oh, I also have Corey oh, oh. leading sixty to forty. All right, my math is wrong. I uh, my bad, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I see how this is going. All right, yeah. all right. <laughs> Get ready. I'm gonna have you write down your bids. You can bid up to as much as many points as you have, and I will give you the category: automobiles. I have my uh my yeah, wager. I'm, I'm locked. All right. Here is your question in automobiles. Name the vehicle that was the best selling in the most years in each of our decades. Meaning what vehicle was the best selling the most years in the 70s, the most years in the 80s, and the most years in the 90s. I'm going to give you two hints. The first uh, the first hint is this. Uh, in the 70s, it was best selling from 70 to 75. In the 80s, it was best selling from 82 to 89. And in the 90s, it was the best selling from the from 90 to 96. The second hint, they are all Ford vehicles. So wait, are you, are we looking for three different cars or are we looking for one that is the best selling in those air, in those time frames? Three different vehicles. Okay. One was okay. the best selling in the 70s, one was the best selling in the 80s. But they're the three different vehicles by Ford. Got it. Okay. Yeah, Got three it. different vehicles by Ford. And we have to know which one was the 70s, which one was the 80s, and which one was yes. the 90s. Okay, got it. All right. All right. Well, our two contestants go at it thinking about their answers. Uh, I wanted to let everyone know that they should check out all the different podcasts on the VFOP network. Whether it is Cartwright of Seinfeld Podcast, Blast from Our Past, Talking Back, or Podcasting After Dark, please make sure you rate and review every single one of the podcasts because they're fantastic. While you're at it, listen to them because they're awesome. They're really fun and really entertaining. So uh, take a time out of your day and check those out. Um, I, I think I have my answers. Yeah, I have them. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm pretty much locked here. All right, Dean, what were your answers? Okay, well, I'm not, uh, not great at the automobiles, um, but I think I have three Ford cars here. So I think, <laughs> I think that's a plus. I'm not actually sure about it, but I think... <laughs> Um, that's that's half the battle is just getting making sure they're actually by Ford and and I'm with you Dean I'm like I hope these are actually by Ford yes I think for me like the 80s one I was I, I know there's this 80s car that's Ford that sold so well and I just don't know if I have the name right so anyways I'm gonna go with in the 70s I mean this one I'm not sure is Ford but in the 70s the station wagon in the 80s the T-Bird and in the 90s the Mustang all right. Corey, what are your answers? 
Uh, I'm going to go with 70s Mustang, uh, 80s, I think, this uh, Ford Taurus. And I'm only going off because I think that's what uh, RoboCop's uh, car was, was a Ford Taurus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the 90s, I'm going with the Ford Bronco. All right. In the – I'll go backwards. In the 90s, um, up until 1997, which saw uh, the uh, release of the Toyota Camry, where the Camry lasted for like 12 years as the best-selling car. But before that, it was the Ford Taurus. Oh, that was the 90s? That was the 90s. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, In the 80s, it was the Ford Escort. Mm. And in the 70s, uh, every time I see this car, it makes me think of the movie Spaceballs when... uh, um, Princess Vespa asks uh, Lone Star where he's from, and he goes, somewhere in the Ford Galaxy. Nice. It was the Ford Galaxy. Uh-huh. 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 Cute. All right, so it's going to come down to your bids. Dean, how much did you wager? Uh, even though I didn't know a lot about cars, I figured I need to go for it here, so I went with 40. I went with it all. All right, and Corey, what did you bid? I, I knew I knew nothing about cars, so I went with zero. All right. Adam, what's our final score? This time, I'm certain my math is correct. <laughs> <laughs> With a score of 60 over zero, our winner is Corey. Hey! All right! Congrats, Corey. Congratulations, Thanks. Corey. You are the oh. trivia champion yes. of the BFOP network. Woo-hoo. And as champion, you will receive this highly customized championship belt. Fanny pack. Whoa! Wow. Fanny pack. <laughs> that is amazing. Championship, world champion fanny pack. I really, really <laughs> like that, and I cannot wait to get that in the mail. And I will post it on Instagram, and I will tag everybody. <laughs> I am so excited. This was uh, this was so much fun, guys. Thank you so much. And as someone like I don't do a lot of trivia stuff, so this is was all kind of sort of new for me, and I had. An absolute blast. Could not uh, ask for a more fun time. So thank you guys and uh, Dean. This was this was awesome, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, man, yes. this is tons of fun. Thank you, Dean. We'll Dean put up a a, a pretty good mm-hmm. fight, and I have to say, was very I was very impressed with with Dean's trivia playing abilities. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank Me you, too. thank you, John. So all right, uh, let's do a quick little ending shout out. Uh, Dean, why don't you go ahead and give us a, a, some quick last words? I mean, I already threw it out to our show. I already said what we are. So I'm just going to take this time to say, you know, listen to Corey's shows. The guy's amazing. Listen to Podcasting After Dark. Listen to Cartwright. Listen to John and Adam's show, Blast From Our Past. Um, Great shows out there. I'm a huge fan of all these shows. Yep, and I'm going to tack right back on there and say, you know what? You have to listen to the um, All-Star Superman episode of Talking Back. It is fantastic, only followed by Predator 2. Like, they so <laughs> close to each other. I was like, I don't know which one, but I love absolutely both of them, and I've listened to both episodes twice. Also, please, please, please check out the awesome uh, uh, album reviews that uh, that Adam and John do on The Blast From Our Past. I love the Tool one. I loved uh, – actually, I really liked the Paul Simon one that you guys did a while ago. So nice. the, I, I don't really know anything about music, and truthfully – John Spees is one of my <laughs> my instructors on music. Truthfully, I, I, the, the stuff that I know is because of you, buddy. So check out the, both of them. I, I'm a fan of all the podcasts on our network. So thank you guys. I, I love it. I love being a part of this network. All right, 
Adam, why don't you give us uh, some last words since uh, since you're here too? Oh yeah, um, I'm Adam. I don't know if you've ever heard of me or <laughs> talked to me before, but I'm Adam, and uh, I, <laughs> I this threw me through a loop, John. Um, yeah, listen listen to stuff. Listen well, it's, to the, end, it's stuff. the end of our network championship. Oh so yeah. yeah, I appreciate it. Um, you know, be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. Yes, perfect. All right, that was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com backslash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on the podcast platform you're listening to. And we'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. Hey everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late-night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get.